At Gates, we are passionate about the Word of God. We hope the message you are about to listen to empowers you today. Today I'm going to speak on a message I've preached at the beginning of the year, and I preached again in April on the wisdom of God revealed, just what we've discussed throughout this year about the wisdom of God, and about the importance of as a whole church body, all of us, reading a proverb a day, spending time in the book of Proverbs, and watching wisdom be revealed to us. I'm just going to go back into that a little bit today and talk more about it because I just, I can't get away from it. It's it's kind of our theme this year. We've got a confession to speak, you know, at, at the end of every service. Uh, that, that is about the wisdom of God. And I'm just excited for what I believe. Those of you that have really dedicated yourself to this and really committed to being on the receiving end of the wisdom of God, what I believe it's doing in your life. And there's some good things in Scripture uh, that talk about this. And so we're going to just look at it today. Because um, I'm very committed to seeing your desires fulfilled through the wisdom of God. Because the wisdom of God and the Word of God are synonymous. You can't separate them. So God's wisdom, His understanding, comes from His Word revealed to you by the Holy Spirit. And so we're going to look at it and and just kind of dig into Scripture. I want to start in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 13. And we're reading this out of the New King James Version. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, Some say you're John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, Who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered. Simon Peter kind of jumped up. You know, you, you can see that in the scripture. One translation says that. That he kind of jumped up and he answered and he said, You're the Christ. You're the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you're Peter. And on this rock, he said, I will build my church that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The rock of what? The The rock of revealed knowledge. The rock of knowledge revealed, which is the wisdom of God. In Ephesians 3.10, and I'm reading this out of the Amplified, it says that the purpose is that through the church, the complicated, many-sided wisdom of God in all of its infinite variety and innumerable aspects might now be made known to the angelic rules, authorities, principalities, and powers in the heavenly sphere. God's purpose and plan is for His wisdom to be revealed to the church so that the church can carry out his plan in the earth. That's pretty simple, but that's God's plan. And the two passages of Scripture that I've just read right here, the one in Matthew and the one in Ephesians here, you can't separate the revealed knowledge of the Word of God and the wisdom of God. They're synonymous. You cannot separate them. They're one and the same. So those two passages are saying a lot of the same thing. The thing about it is that we understand knowledge of something, you know, you, you, you will understand something just in, its, in, in the plain, simple knowledge of it, but wisdom revealed 
is the Holy Spirit taking what you think you know and showing you what only He can show you. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal things to us that where the Word of God goes from just being the knowledge of something to the wisdom that produces. And, and that's what I'm talking about today. And I want you to really spend time listening to the scriptures that I'm fixing to read to you here in a moment. Because the wisdom of God revealed to you will produce anything and everything that you need in life. And you know why? Because it's the Holy Spirit doing it. And he knows everything about everything. He's got it all. And that's what you and I need. We need the Holy Spirit revealing to us the knowledge of the, of the Word of God so that it becomes this wisdom and understanding that nobody can take away from us. Nobody can. <clears throat> I want to read to you back at the first of the year and when I've, when I've shared this throughout the year, I've read to you several different uh, translations of different words. Number one, the wisdom of God. And my definition for the wisdom of God is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed. I'm going to read wisdom again. Wisdom is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that's revealed. The word significance is the quality of being worthy of attention, importance, consequence, weightiness, or magnitude. So I want to take those three and define it like this. Wisdom is the ability to grasp the significance of knowing the importance and the seriousness and the weightiness of revealed knowledge or revealed wisdom. I'm going to say it again. Wisdom is the ability to grasp the significance of knowing the importance and seriousness and weightiness of revealed knowledge and wisdom. Because when the knowledge of God is revealed to you, like Peter jumping up and saying, you're the Christ, the son of the living God, and Jesus probably looking at him saying, man, where did he get that? He got that from the Father and the Father only. And we need to realize the seriousness of knowing what we know because when you know it and it's been revealed to you by the Holy Spirit, the devil can't talk you out of it and nobody else can. We need to understand how serious that truly is. So I want to look in the rest of our time today, I want to look through a number of passages of Scripture in the book of Proverbs, and I want to see how serious that this wisdom revealed is to our success in everything that we do. I want to start with Proverbs chapter 2. And in Proverbs 2 in verse 1, and I'm going to read most of these in the, in the Passion Translation. Um, th this last month, or this, this last time that I've, that I've uh, gone from Proverbs 31 to the next to back to the beginning of the chapter, I've started in the Passion Translation, and I'm telling you, it's been fantastic, the things that I've been reading. And so I'm going to share with you some of the insight that God has given me from these Proverbs 
about how important that wisdom is in our life in so many different ways. So I want to start in Proverbs chapter 2 and verse 1, like I said in the Passion Translation. It says that here, My child, will you treasure my wisdom? That's a question. Will you treasure my wisdom? God's saying that to you today. My child, will you treasure my wisdom? Then and only then will you acquire it if you treasure it. You know, think of things that you treasure. You know, some people treasure sports. So they acquire all the things that, you know, that come with sports. You know, you might follow a football team, a basketball team, you know, golfers, tennis players, this or whatever. And, and you're, you, you, you value that. Um, the word he used here was treasuring it. And, and, and as a result of that, you accumulate everything that has to do with those people uh, in the sports world. I don't care what it is that you treasure or you value. When you treasure something, you attain the, the results or the effects of that thing. I'm telling you today, he said here, treasure wisdom, then and only then will you acquire what wisdom actually really produces. And listen to this. And only if you accept my advice and hide it within you will you succeed. Then and only then will you succeed. Then and only then Will you succeed? And you know what? You know, you know, as I'm looking at this verse of Scripture, I'm thinking of this, and I'm asking you the question, and, and God's asking all of us this question. Why would we waste time at trying to be successful without the wisdom of God? I'm going to say it again. Why would you waste your time trying to be successful without the wisdom of God? I don't know. It's ridiculous. There's no reason to. You're trying to fit in all of the success principles that everybody teaches. And I'm not saying that they're, they're, they're not good, but without the wisdom of God, they lead to nothing. And some of the other verses of Scripture that I'm going to read today, you know, just you know, fasten your seatbelt and suck it up and take it and, and, and realize that for us to be the successes that God created us to be, we've got to acquire, to treasure the wisdom, and allow it to be a part of our lives. Next verse I, I want to read, or passage I want to read, is out of Proverbs 3, starting with verse 5, and again out of the, out of the uh, Passion Translation, and, and starting with verse 5. Trust in the Lord completely. And do not rely on your own opinions. You know, this, they're, they're, that's a real absolute. Trust in God in everything that you do. And every time that you have opinion, an opinion, and you know it doesn't line up with what God thinks, cast it away. Cast every thought. Cast every care. Give no thoughts or opinions any place in your life. Allow your opinions to be his opinions and his truth. So he says, trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you 
and he will lead you in every decision that you make. Now read that again. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you. And he will lead you in every decision that you need to make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do. I'm going to say it again. Become intimate with him in whatever you do. And he will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all. For wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion and avoid everything that's wrong. <clears throat> when you and I become intimate with him, where, where his word is concerned, which is his wisdom, his word and the wisdom of God are, are remember, they're synonymous. You can't, you can't separate the two of them. But when you become intimate with God through his word and through wisdom, he says right here that that intimacy will cause you to be led in the right path and the right direction. <clears throat> when you become intimate with God, I'm telling you today, it changes everything in your life. Did you hear me? When you become intimate with God, it changes everything. And, and all of a sudden, your life isn't all about perfection. It's not all about everything being right, all your ducks in a row, everything being like you think it should be, because your opinions of how you think your life should be are one thing, but his opinions and his ways most of the time are different than the way you think. That's why you've got to, you've got to line your opinions and your thinking up with what he says. When you become intimate with him, with his word and with wisdom, everything in your life changes. Everything changes. <clears throat> Proverbs 13 and verse 10 and 11 really drive this point home of what I'm talking about. Listen to these two verses again in the Passion Translation. Wisdom opens your heart to receive wise counsel. Not just any counsel is good for you. If you're in the business world, if you're in, in whatever world that you're in, just any counsel is not necessarily the, rise, the right counsel. And many times the wrong counsel will come along and appear to be right. But with, when you're intimate with God and his wisdom and his understanding, he'll show you what's right and what isn't. I'll read that again. Wisdom opens your heart to receive wise counsel, but pride closes your ears to advice and gives birth only to quarrels and strife. You remember back in the, the last passage in Proverbs 3 that we read, where it said, um, do not think for a moment that you know it all. What is that? That's pride. Here in this Proverbs 13, he says, put, he, it says, but pride closes your ears to advice and gives birth only to quarrels and strife. You've got strife in your life. You've got quarrels. You've got things that are stirred up in your life. Pride's there because this says so. 
And so what you've got to do to get rid of those things in your life is to open yourself up to the wisdom, the understanding of God, the Word of God, allowing that to be the final authority, allowing that to be your go-to, not, you know, looking for other people's opinions when things aren't going right in your life. Yeah, get help, but get wise counsel, not not counsel that's just going to keep you in your messes, keep you comfortable in your messes. A lot of people like to stay in their messes. They want to stay unsuccessful, not really producing what they know inside of them they can produce because they're lacking the wisdom of God because they think they know better. And thinking you know better, especially in the business world, it'll sink you. You need the wisdom of God. He said, watch this, wealth quickly gained is quickly wasted. Easy come, easy go. But if you gradually gain wealth, you will watch it grow. Why is that so? I want you to think about this for a moment. This passage right here is talking about wisdom coming from wise counsel, dealing with pride in your heart, not allowing yourself to to live and stay in quarrels and strife and division. And then it goes right in the next verse, that the um, 11th verse says, wealth quickly gained is quickly wasted. So just getting rich quick, it, it comes and it goes. But when you tap into the wisdom of God and you develop, then you open yourself up to be blessed. But then you have to develop more to be blessed. So wealth, when it comes gradually, it produces great things. But then it, it, the, reason, the reason it's good is because it's developing you. In other words, you become developed first before you get the wealth in the natural. I'm telling you, that's key. That is the wisdom that you've got to tap into. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you're wasting your time trying to be successful without the wisdom of God, it's going to lead to ruin and nothing. That, that's what these verses say. I just choose to believe the Bible. I don't want to be in a hurry for anything. And I won't be. I want the wisdom of God because I want my inner self to develop so I can handle the wealth as it comes real wisdom here. Proverbs chapter 4, another thing that wisdom produces. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 5. So make wisdom your quest. This also is in in the Passion Translation. So make wisdom your quest. Search for the revelation of life's meaning. Don't let what I say Go in one ear and out the other. Stick with wisdom, and she will stick to you. (laughs) I like that. Stick with wisdom. Get intimate with God. Get wisdom inside of you, and wisdom will stick to you. It'll stay with you. Mm, Man, I like that a lot. It'll stick to you. Watch this. Protecting you throughout your days. She, wisdom, will rescue all those who passionately listen to her voice. Wisdom is the most valuable commodity, so buy it. Do whatever you have to take. Whatever it takes in your life, 
whatever you got to drop off in your life to become intimate with God, to allow wisdom to be revealed in your life, do what it takes. No matter what it takes, make sure you do that. Revelation, knowledge, is what you need. So invest in it. Wisdom will exalt you when you exalt her truth. She will lead you to honor and favor when you live your life by her insights. Honor and favor. That's what everybody, in the natural, that's what everybody seeks for. Honor. They want everybody to know who they are. Well, I love this, love that, love me, and all this. People want, people want to be honored, and they want to be favored. They're seeking after that because it makes them feel good. But if you're trying to acquire that and be successful to be the, have those things in your life, and you're not doing it with the wisdom of God, you'll never get there. It'll never be enough. I mean, you, you, may, you may get something and it looks like you're all that, but it's still not enough because there's always somebody else that's got something greater. But when you're in it for the wisdom of God, now you look at people in a totally different way. You're not in com competition with people. And we're in this thing together. We're in this thing called life together with God. We're in, this, we're in the kingdom of God together. So you look at people in a totally different way. There's no competition. People may be competing against you, but when you're staying locked in, and intimate with God and hearing God and listening to God and listening to wisdom. Wisdom does all these things for you. You don't have to do any of it. It does it for you. You say, you mean I don't have to do anything? I didn't say you didn't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything to acquire these things that we're mentioning here. Where wealth is concerned, protection is concerned, favor is concerned, honor is concerned, esteem is concerned, any of this. And on and on and on and on. Because wisdom will promote you. Wisdom will lead you up. Man, it excites me. Proverbs 8 and verse 8 uh, in the Passion Translation also. All the declarations of my mouth can be trusted. They contain no twisted log logic or perversion of the truth. I'm going to read that again. All the declarations of my mouth can be trusted. They contain no twisted logic or perversion of the truth. All my words are clear and straightforward to everyone who possesses spiritual understanding. If you have an open mind you will receive revelation knowledge. My wise correction is more valuable than silver and gold. The finest gold is nothing compared to the revelation knowledge and the wisdom that comes with it. I'm going to read that again. The finest gold is nothing compared to the revelation knowledge I can impart. All of this is God speaking this to you. Wisdom is so priceless 
that it exceeds the value of any jewel. Nothing you could wish for can equal her. Nothing that you can wish for can equal her. Wisdom, I don't care how big your rings are, your jewelry, the things you own, I don't care how big your house is, anything else, nothing of value can compare to the wisdom of God because the wisdom of God will produce all those things. Many people, you know, do all kinds of things to acquire stuff and get in deep debt and, you know, have to file bankruptcy and do all these different things to acquire these things to make them look good and appear to be a certain way. When wisdom will produce it, the problem is wisdom just takes longer because what wisdom's after is you being developed first so you can handle the wealth and the things that come into your life. That's what he's after. I want to read that, that, starting with that eighth verse again right there, I want to read that again because I want you to see God saying this, okay? All the declarations of my mouth can be trusted. That's what God's saying. They contain no twisted logic or perversion of the truth. None. All my words are clear and they're straightforward to everyone who possesses spiritual understanding. If you have an open mind, you will receive my revelation knowledge, my wisdom. He said there's no twisted logic Everything's clear. I, I, I make everything, everything that you see in my word, it's absolute truth. All the absolutes in the word, they're true. There's a, there's a verse of scripture in the, in the Bible. Jesus said this to his disciples. Ask anything in my name and I will do it. It's an absolute. He didn't stutter. It's very clear. Whatever you ask, that's his will for you to ask because you're intimate with him and wisdom is being revealed to you, it'll come to you. And if it's not, it's because we're not connected to wisdom. We're not buying it. We're not acquiring it. We're not valuing it more than we're valuing our ideas or our opinions. He said, you got wrong opinions, you need to get rid of them. And he's very clear about it. The next verse, I've got this, this verse and one more. The next verse is found in Proverbs 11. And verse 2. And this also in the Passion. When you act with presumption, convinced that you're right, don't be surprised if you fall flat on your face. But humility leads to wisdom. So, so what is humility? You know, people talk about it a lot and, and, it, and it's thrown around a lot and it, sometimes it's, you know, stuck in or, or shoved in people's lives trying to put them on guilt trips and th those kind of things, you know. Um, you know, real humility is choosing to deny your opinion or your way of thinking about something and taking God's opinion. 
So when you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, it says he will exalt you at the proper time. Yeah, he'll exalt you when it becomes real to you. Not just me yielding once and going back and forth and being double-minded. No, that doesn't work. It's me yielding to him and learning to stay with him. And when I get developed, then my success manifests because God's word says it's so. People don't stay with him. They get tired of waiting and they try to make it themselves and they allow their opinions to take over and take control. And you know what happens is, you know where those opinions come from? From the world. And when we don't put stock in the word of God or those who preach the word, like what I'm sharing with you today, you've got to value what I'm saying to you because what I'm telling you is what he said. You know, this isn't my opinion about anything. I'm telling you what he said here. I'm trying to help you. But if you don't value what I'm saying and, and you just kind of take it and kind of just shrug it off and well, whatever, you know, that kind of thing, you're not valuing the word of God because the Bible says you've got to believe in the people that preach the word to you. Because what I'm trying to do is get over to you what God's will is for your life to be a success. But if you allow the opinions of other people that you get in contact with. You know, there's so many different people that we can, that we can get in contact. I've got lots of people that don't, don't, don't know anything about God or even people that have other opinions in the Christian world than what I have. That's fine. You know, I got lots of people, lots of friends like that. But you can't spend a lot of time and you can't take a lot of counsel from people that are going to lead you astray and not lead you toward what God wants you to do. And that's what the Holy Spirit brings to the table. So today as I'm ministering this to you, and like in this verse right here, when you act with presumption, convinced that you're right, in other words, that you know better, don't be surprised when you fall flat on your face. But when you choose not to allow your opinions to rule, but you take what God says is true, what does it say right here? It leads to wisdom, which leads to what? Everything we've read about today and more. Your protection, your care, your provision. It'll make you rich. It, it, it'll develop you. It'll, it'll, it'll uh, protect you. It'll set you free in so many different ways. So many different aspects of what wi wisdom produces. Actually, everything that you need in life, everything that's good that you need in life, it comes to you through the wisdom of God. That's the absolute truth. I encourage you today. Get intimate in ways that you've never been with God so that his wisdom is revealed to you, that you become the success that inside of you, you desire to be. I promise you, inside of everybody that I'm talking to today uh, in this place, every single person I'm talking to today, you have a desire inside of you to be a success. And there's a key ingredient that will establish that success. And it's the wisdom of God. And we're talk, we've talked a lot about it. There's ways to get to that, to understand it, how, how to have the wisdom of God revealed in your life. But that wisdom is your success. Truly your success. Last verse of scripture that I have. <laughs> kind of an interesting, very short verse. Found in Proverbs 12 and verse 15. A fool, a fool, a fool. I didn't call you a fool. 
I'm saying a fool is in love with his own opinion. This is also in the Passion Translation. A fool is in love with his own opinion. But wisdom means being teachable. That's a really good verse. That's an interesting verse of Scripture. Proverbs 12 and 15 in the Passion Translation. A fool is in love with his own opinion. A fool is. I don't know about you, but I want to be anything but a fool. I don't want to work against God. I want to work for God. I want to work with God. I, I want to be a part of His kingdom. I want to be a part of what He's doing. I want Him to be pleased with me. I don't want my opinions to rule in any way, shape, or form. But a fool is in love with his own opinion. But wisdom means being teachable. So in other words, being teachable, listening to what I'm teaching you today, listening to the words that I'm speaking to you today, what do you have to do? You've got to take this. You've got to go look at it for yourself and you've got to let the true teacher, the Holy Spirit, reveal to you that's his job. That's what he was sent here for. That's Jesus said, he said, I'm going to go to the Father. He told his disciples this uh, before he left. He said, when, when I go to the Father, I'm going to leave you another helper. He was the first helper. He came to help. But I'm leaving you another one. And the, the helper, the second helper that we know of today that lives inside of us is the person of the Holy Spirit. And his job, he was sent here to reveal all truth to us. And him revealing truth dispels your opinions. Because when you get truth from him, and you know that you know that you know what is truth, it will cause you to live on top and be successful and be on the receiving end of the things that you know God has promised you. Many of you today, you have promises from God and they're coming to you and they, they've been coming a little at a time. Remember the verse of scripture that says that when wealth comes progressively, then it lasts. But when you're in a get rich quick scheme and trying to make everything happen yourself, you fall flat on your face. It doesn't work. God wants you to be successful, but it takes revealed knowledge that is the wisdom of God and us being serious and understanding the value of having that revealed knowledge and that wisdom in our lives. More precious than jewels, the most costly thing that you have today doesn't even compare to the wisdom of God because the wisdom of God will produce all that stuff and even more. But without heartache and stress and strife and division and conflict and all those things, he wants that working in your and my life today. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, we invite you to share it with someone in your life. We would love for you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also download our app and stay connected to Gates and access to the Word of God anytime you need it. 
We are believing that the seed of today's word is going deep in your heart and that you always remember God is more than enough in every situation of your life.